Today is Friday, August 27th, 2021. I am Luigi with the American branch of PNN. Sorry today's show is late. I've been in town all day. Whew, I got some interesting stories though. I think today's show will be a short show, but it'll also be... Uh, I was gonna clip together Biden's whole speech and Jin Saki's stupid question conference because they removed them. They're unlisted now. But I was going to, like, condense them down, but I don't know. <laughs> I feel like everyone's seen them already, at least the Joe Biden part. There's nothing really there. I mean, it's just, it's hilarious. I think everyone should watch them, but, I mean, everyone's already seen, I mean, the entire, the entirety of 4chan poll is Joe Biden doing the fetal position, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. As for this being a happening, I, I mean, I guess it's... I think it's a happening. It definitely feels like a happening. It's been like five or six days with this is the constant news. And that's back in the show. I explained what a happening is. And that's what I think a happening is. I think this is a happening. Especially now that it's been reignited with the this other shit show that has gone down. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we just need a little push over the edge. You know? You know, maybe we just need a little push over the edge. But that'll lead in the first story today. <laughs> Okay, what's what's today's show gonna be? We'll start with "Do you feel that?" and then we'll move into "Blizzard is changing name of McCree due to sex abuse scandal." And I almost missed this story. This story was on V, and I only saw this because I was in town. And I was just fucking around on my phone on V, and I saw it. So I'll talk about that. Indian school dropout dies after testing homemade helicopter. <laughs> Those are the three threads. Uh, first, since you know. <laughs> Since PNN Central may think that this is the the precipice of a happening, and not quite a happening yet, we need like an actual I don't know. We need like the stock market to crash or something. <laughs> Anyways, uh, first throw of the day. Do you feel that? Nop says, why does it feel like something really bad is about to happen? First post is an American saying, the dreamer is going to die. You are just a figment of their dream. This America is not at all. In fact, I feel very still and chill vibes in the universe. Do you need medication for anxiety, maybe? Question mark. Dude, that is a... <laughs> Do you think that's a leftist? <laughs> 100% seething leftist wrote that. <laughs> Kike Hands wrote that. This guy wrote Cope to him. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, this leaf... Says me too and on me too, dude. I feel it too. I feel like something's coming. I just feel, I said it that one episode. I dude before this entire shit show went down. I said in an episode I felt like something was coming. I felt it in my bones. <laughs> I felt it, and then that fucking like not a day and a half later that fucking Afghanistan <laughs> shit went down. So and I still feel it right now. I feel like it's building up to something. There's just too many... Uh, I've been saying it every show. It feels like society is stretched taut. Okay, but there's just so many... The Supreme Court just denied the eviction moratorium. So, I mean, it's... An, I mean, that's just a little fragment of what's going on. There's so many levels and so many things. <laughs> it's crazy. And any anytime you see on the board, impeach Biden, 
That is shill propaganda. I don't think anyone wants to impeach Biden. Who, want, who on the right wants to impeach Biden so we can get Kamala Harris? Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. No. It's a waste of time. That would just be a waste of time. What a waste of time. That's... You know who tries to impeach people? The fucking Democrats. Fuck that waste of time, dude. We need to pull this thing up from the ground up. Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, fucking all of those assholes. Get them all out. <laughs> Fuck just Biden, dude. Biden's the incompetent fall guy who doesn't even know what's going on. Some guy posts the Tarrant guy with the uh, shotgun shooting the church. <laughs> the Christ church shooting. When I first watched that video, man, it was gnarly. So gnarly. I mean, I've seen, I had seen worse stuff before that, but it was just the whole lead up to it because he had the cam on his helmet and everything. It was just so surreal. The fact that everyone was trying to ban it off of, uh, off of the internet. This American says, one of these threads are made daily. Nothing ever happens. Stop fucking doom porning all of us and go jerk off to fucking video of us dropping atom bombs on jabs. Dude, okay, first off, these threads are not made daily. I've been making videos on poll daily, okay? Maybe there are shill threads that are made daily that are <laughs> fucking slide threads, but this, I don't know, this is just fun. <laughs> Anyone making posts like that, I feel like is a leftist seething at the current situation going on. Why else would you just be... <laughs> you would just say nothing ever happens and you would move on. You wouldn't make a fucking gigantic paragraph. <laughs> fucking leftists. It's just so easy to spot them. They do, they write like one sentence and you can tell that from a mile away it's a goddamn leftist. <laughs> a lot of fucking Jewish... <laughs> Schizo talk. Love it. The sleeper's about to awaken. Dreams tend to get more chaotic the closer the sleeper is to awakening. <laughs> Kaket is awakening, guys. <laughs> uh, we're moving from night into dawn. <laughs> Kaket will bring chaos to bring order. <laughs> two more weeks is almost over, dude. Two more weeks is over, dude. You know what happened in two weeks? The goddamn Afghanistan fallout. <laughs> 11 days, two weeks. <laughs> I've not seen two weeks at all, man. I haven't seen it at all. It's the first time I've even seen it. It's that guy saying two weeks is almost over. <laughs> Dude, and this, dude, this copy pasta, dude. Listen to the White House YouTube feed. You could hear Peter Dookie making a lot of commotion off screen, and Biden kind of bowing his head in shame at Peter Dookie's rambling. Dude, they're just trying so hard to spin this. I mean, how do you spin this, dude? When it's like 50 people laughing and you're the one guy going, Biden is strong. <laughs> this guy says, I'm in southern Louisiana about to get booty blasted by Hurricane Ida. Wish me luck. Good luck, bro. But, you know, luck is no substitute for preparedness. You know? You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Okay. Go get food. Blankets. Energy. Fire. I don't know. Figure it out. There's prep guides out there. This guy says, dig a storm shelter. <laughs> this guy posts, take shelter. A Jeff Nicholas film. Highly recommended. <laughs> if the PNN Central non wants a true, true happening, I don't know. We'll probably get it if we continue on this course. Continue praying to the goddess Kaket so that she may bring chaos through which we may get order. Okay, we'll, we'll do... Blizzard is changing the name of McCree due to sexual abuse scandal. Yeah, this was crazy. I just saw this on when I was surfing. It says, IGN 
Overwatch is officially changing the name of McCree in light of Activision Blizzard lawsuit. Apparently, I, I remember I talked about the guys in the Cosby room a long time ago, and I laughed about that. Oh my god, that was like one of the best episodes. I was like, uh, Dowser, that was so Dowser. <laughs> it was that episode. The Dowser episode. <laughs> so Dowser. Anyways, McCree was named after one of the guys in that Cosby room, I guess. So, they're gonna change his fucking name. It's just so stupid. It's this, just so stupid. If, if Overwatch wasn't dead already, and it is, it sure as fuck is now. I mean, Blizzard just can't stop cucking up. I mean, they sucked <laughs> China's cock, and now they're just changing McCree's name. It's just so dumb. Super stupid. Super dumb. Leftists literally cannot separate fiction from reality. Yeah, I don't know, just weird. More Blizzard cuckery that I saw randomly. We'll f go to the final thread. Indian school dropout dies after testing a homemade helicopter. Why are they like this? And I'll play the clip of when he gets fucking roasted. There you go. Got roasted. Man, what the fuck? Cheap ass fucking helicopter. This guy says, unlucky, looks legit. And then this fucking Russian guy says, this. The dude had the brains to build that thing, and he was a smart dude. Smart dudes who build things are not the people that should be dying. That's true, but if he was, <laughs> like, dude, before I even got in that thing, I'd be testing that rear rotor at full fucking power. And I'd be testing that top motor full fucking power attached to something that can't move before I even attached it to the fucking thing to make sure it wouldn't break. <laughs> I mean, when you buy rotors, they're, te they're rated for different spin speeds and stuff. Yeah, I <laughs> oh my gosh. There was this episode of Junkyard Wars where... Yeah, I mean, it was so long ago, guys. It was so... It was ancient. I, I watched this thing when I was a kid. Like, before a teenager, I think. This, this show was ancient. And after this episode, the show literally got, like, this This episode made the lawyers change the entire way the show was done. Because I think they were so afraid of this guy dying, or getting hurt, or something. Like, after this episode was done, they're like, holy fuck, I can't believe we just allowed that to happen. Because <laughs> after that episode, it was noticeably more, everything was restricted and the builds were way less crazy. It was just, that show was so awesome and it turned really shitty towards the end because they kept getting more and more restricted on what they could do. And then they started like placing stuff in the junkyard so that people could find it. It was so obvious. <laughs> but at the start, it was legit, okay? And this helicopter, this plane was legit because there was people that were failing in the first episodes and this plane was legit put together they found these rotors yeah, the rotors may have been placed i don't know they had to like sand them or they bought them i don't know they got like a money budget and they bought the ro the rotor was like the one thing they bought because you got like money and you could buy like a rope you could buy like one thing so i think they bought the rotor or something i, I don't even know but that show was so good and they built the plane and it worked. <laughs> so they and the, those guys were pretty smart because they knew the they knew that the rotor was the one piece that they needed to get or buy because it they if it spun and it wobbled or something it would break and fly apart and they knew that and they talked about it in that episode. I remember that as a kid. This Indian had watched Junkyard Wars. He might not have fucking died. These fucking 
sand niggers would have watched that growing up. They would have been educated, but I guess he dropped out, so... Hmm. Hmm. Sucks. Since when do they allow footage of death on YouTube? Yeah, my... I don't know. I don't know what they allow and disallow, dude. They just kind of pick and choose what they want to remove. Yeah, yeah, this guy said, checked. This thing should have been bolted to the ground and remotely operated for a test. Yeah, dude, anytime you test something like that, especially we're going to be sitting next to a blade that is literally facing. I mean, that spinning rotor blade is literally facing you. <laughs> so if something fucks up, it's flying right at you. Man, this guy should have done, like, paramotoring. Go get a paramotor and a kite set. I mean, that's pretty expensive, too. But he could have got all that stuff used in second hand and probably would have still been safer than this fucking thing. Because that paramotor is, like, on your back. So if the blade breaks, it's going to fly off to the axis. It's not going to hit you. Nothing's going to hit you. But if it breaks in the air, you'll die. But you always test it on the ground. You, like, you point it up and then you... Uh, you do it at full power, and it just pushes you against the ground. So you don't you don't fly, you don't move, but you can you can make sure your engine's gonna work. <laughs> so, and if something breaks, like if the blade breaks, that it would break right then because you're doing it at full power. <laughs> this European says should have gotten the facts. Leaf says based. This guy says if you want a safe personal her helicopter, then Pickerlade is as close as you're gonna get. And it's like a looks like a drone, but it's it has people in it. I don't know, man. That looks dangerous because the blades are like, if those blades break and go into that cab it, or something, I don't know. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck all that. I puts an osprey. Dude, ospreys are so cool. Fucking Kino. <laughs> this guy posts a chain copter. Not to be confused with the chain copter. And he puts another one. This guy says, that looks incredibly unsafe. <laughs> Dude. The Chinese have never valued life. <laughs> uh, they're all gonna die. If you slow down the video, the tail rotor breaks off and Hain Debris hits the main rotor, which slams into his head or through the pilot cabin. No helmet would have saved him. Yeah, if, if that one of those things hit you with even a helmet on, you'd be dead. Dude, your neck would probably break. This guy says, maybe an army helmet. Dude, <laughs> fucking, dude, you're fucking retarded. You fucking Polish retard. Fucking Poles. An army helmet would save him. <laughs> Dude, fuck it. The army helmets don't do dick shit. You know what an army helmet does? It gives you confidence that you're not going to die when you get hit with a bullet. Even though it does jack shit all nothing to bullets. <laughs> uh, I mean, it can, it can save you if it, like, skims the edge. It can save you. Sometimes. But it's like, if a bullet hits you dead on with an army helmet, you're still dying. If a fucking blade and helicopter hits you with an army helmet, dude, your neck's breaking if your the helmet doesn't, if it doesn't break through that helmet. <laughs> we will talk about bonus syndrome a little bit. Man, yesterday was so funny. He, on his page, he had, let me find it. Yesterday on the 26th, he had President Biden's remarks after explosion at Kabul, Afghanistan airport. Does it even matter what he says? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's... Yeah, that was so great. <laughs> that was basically me this episode. I, I, like, all had it prepared to cut together Jin Saki and Joe Biden, and I'm like, eh, does anyone really want to watch Joe Biden again? <laughs> no. <laughs> does anyone really want to watch Mike Lindell again? <laughs> dude, I love Mike Lindell. I, God, haters gonna hate. I'll try to cut it shorter than I normally do. I always say I'm gonna cut it short, and then it's like a half hour, 15 minutes. I don't know. I try. 
this, all of it's just so good. I cut together the stuff I would sit there and listen to. I like them. I listen to them. I'll cut together Mike Lindell. Uh, if you remember from a few episodes back, he said that he was going to do a thing on OAN. Well, I copied that down. I'll try to get the... It just sucks, man, because they have such... I feel so bad for Mike, because... He's probably paying these guys so much money, and he has so many goddamn technical issues. I just want to get who's ever running his damn Frank speech thing and just grab him by the collar and shake him and be like, Do you not know technical stuff? <laughs> God. Pay, does Mike need to pay you more money? <laughs> like, who's, who's fucking this up? <laughs> who's fucking this up on Mike's staff? Because I feel like I could do a better job sometimes. But I don't know. If you're in the middle of nowhere, like if they're in, I don't know what state they're doing this in. But sometimes you get really f sketchy internet in those states. And especially when he's trying to communicate with people and then they have sketchy internet. It, it's like, uh, it's very difficult. I know how that is. So I'll try to cut together so it's less cringe and it's shorter and more condensed because they did say some really cool stuff and some, some little hints about some upcoming things that are coming down the pipeline. The, because Mike still is submitting the thing to the Supreme Court. Tropical Storm Ida's strength forces mandatory ev evacuations from Louisiana. Hmm. Ivermectin. All the Ivermectin stuff is just hilarious. I don't know if I would personally use the horse paste. I, I would just go buy the human Ivermectin. Like, why would I need to use the goddamn horse paste? Because <laughs> it's cheaper? I just, just go buy the human Ivermectin. I'm pretty sure you can get it from Walmart. <laughs> like, I don't think it's that hard to get. I don't think it's, like, super difficult to get. Is it that hard to get Ivermectin? Am I wrong? Someone inform me. Tell me. <laughs> I feel like if I went to the doctor and begged them for Ivermectin, they would give it to me exclusive trump biden afghanistan failure single most embarrassing moment in the history of our country yeah i watched hannity too hannity was good hannity cut together a lot of that speech really nice maybe i'll put like one of his things in there before the the mike lindell just so you get a little taste of hannity it sucked though because like he was doing his interview with the president it just got cut off i don't know if it was the youtube i was watching or if it was on the actual show but it just gets cut off biden's dog major but secret service members eight days in a row what the fuck that's so weird that's just so weird in the in the jew column he does contaminant in moderna vaccines suspected to be metallic particles yeah there's some like japan study man based fucking japanese always doing the work so there was metallic particles like what the fuck is going on oh my god manhattan art dealer's fake egyptian artifact factory where he sold spray painted and varnished phony relics for up to $4,000 to unsuspecting collectors for decades. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, that guy must have had a sweet deal going. Shit. Guy must have had a sweet deal going. Fucking, there's so much shady shit in New York, man. Why would anyone do anything involving New York? It's all crime and <laughs> shit. Has China created a sonic supergun? U.S. officials hit by mysterious sickness after identical attacks of two embassies and 130 spies and diplomats targeted around the world. I, I mean, I've heard this so many times that China has some sort of like, uh, <laughs> some sort of <laughs> microwave ray. <laughs> I don't think it's microwaves, guys. Microwaves do not travel through large gaps like through small guy like they're only like an third inch way it wouldn't be microwaves it'd be something else but i think it's possible there's definitely spectrums of light we can't see and if they're just shoot i don't know kind of fishy 
possible, maybe. <laughs> the current consensus is this probably caused by microwave energy in the work of the Russians. <laughs> Dude, come on. I told you, microwaves, that's why your microwave has... Uh, like, if you just put a bar of soap... A bar of soap. Put a, put a bar of butter in your microwave and buzz it for just long enough for it to get a hole in it. And then pull the bar of butter out and you'll see like a hole in the butter. That hole is about the size of a microwave. Or it might have a multiple holes around it, okay? That's the microwaves shooting through it. So you can see the, about the size of a microwave. So that metal screen on the front of the microwave, they can't pass through that because they're not, they're too big. So I don't see how it would pass through buildings and stuff. I don't, I don't see how we wouldn't detect that much energy. It just seems schizo-y to me. Hmm. But I definitely think there might be something to them getting sick. Maybe they do have some sort of weapon, but I don't know if it's a fucking microwave beam or something. <laughs> could be some other form of light. There's so many goddamn lights. It could be hitting them with like ultraviolet or something we can't see. And that does go through everything. Or some sort of radiation that's not microwave radiation. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll move on from Pull Central. Love your site, Pull New Central. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for keeping it up. Love it. Okay, the, and then I'll just cut together the clips. So I'll try to keep them really short today. I'm a 15 minute goal, 15 minute goal. <laughs> I hope I hit it, doubt I will. He's gonna talk about, a few episodes ago I said the religion, how 800,000 members of the military were facing court-martial for not getting the vaccine. And I said, they should just ask for a religious exemption, okay? <laughs> this clip with Mike, they literally talk about that. The guy brings up religious exemption and how it's probably not going to work in the military. So I, I guess maybe I boot my mouth again. <laughs> so, wow, that sucks. That sucks. I don't know what we're going to do. And it's crazy because they're forcing our military to get facts. But then the Afghanistan, the Afghanis don't need to get that. That we're all bringing in on all those planes and stuff. Hundreds of thousands of them don't need visas and don't need the vaccines. They don't need to be vaccinated to get it come into our country. Oh, and we're going to probably buy them houses. <laughs> so, oh, crazy. Another thing they're going to talk about in this upcoming clip with Mike Lindell is they completely replaced the images of the machines. And this is a this is the smoking gun. Like, Mike Lindell says the images are the smoking guns and stuff, and they are. But this is, like, me, I was a techie guy. I worked for a computer repair business for, like, over a year. And I so I repaired the computers. I went to businesses and stuff, repaired their computers and shit. Like, I know a bit about tech stuff, even though that's not, like, super advanced. I mean, high school dropout kids can do that job, okay? But I, I'd like to think that I knew a bit more than they did. <laughs> but, because everyone was very satisfied with me, but <laughs> whatever. They completely replaced the image of the machines. What they did was they came in and instead of putting a disc in and updating the... talking about instead of coming in and putting a disc in the computer and updating the software with the new version of the software which is what anyone would do or even remotely updating the machines they came in and they physically overwrote the entire system with a new system image i have never I've, that's just so asinine. The only reason you would do that is to erase every single bit of data on that thing to scrub it clean 
so that no one could see what had been done on that machine. I mean, that's the only reason you would do it that way. And and then they talk about how there's SQL management software that was installed after it was re-imaged that could be used to bat. I mean, and this is legit because all you got, like basically, if you guys don't know, the SQL databases are where all the votes are stored at. Okay, which I don't, they don't really get in this these videos. Okay, like all the votes, like all your votes and stuff are stored as like numbers in these SQL databases. Okay, they're stored as numbers and data in these databases. So that's where your votes are kept secure. That's like the vault that your votes are kept in. That's the SQL database is the vault which your votes are kept in. What they did was they installed this software under the machines, which allowed them to bypass the Dominion software and access those, those databases. So they could basically had a key into the vault that they could use without even logging into the Dominion software. And they could edit whatever they wanted in that vault and then close the vault up like nothing ever happened and there was no trace of it. So they basically had a secret key to the vault where they could open the vault, change the stuff in the vault, and then close the vault back up and then no one ever knew that they were in the vault. There was no fingerprints. So just crazy. Um, so here you go. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the show. Love you all. Sorry about the late show. I was in town all day. Bye-bye. I sat in horror. He looked like a deer in the headlights and completely and utterly clueless. And now someone other than Joe Biden appears to be calling the shots inside the White House. Take a look at this. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. Wow. I've been instructed. Okay, Joe, could you tell us who's instructing you on what questions to take? You're the president of the United States of America. But in a very rare move, Biden did ultimately take an unscripted question from our very own Peter Ducey. Let's just say a little bit more than Joe was ready for or could handle. And he tried to be the questioner. Take a look. You said the buck stops with you. Do you bear any responsibility for the way that things have unfolded in the last two weeks. I bear responsibility for fundamentally all that's happened of late. Do you think that people have an issue with pulling out of Afghanistan or just the way that things have happened? I think they have an issue that people are likely to get hurt some, as we've seen, have gotten killed, and that it is messy. You said you squarely stand by your decision to pull out. Yes, I do, because look at it this way, folks. And I'm going to, I have another meeting, for real. But imagine where we'd be if I had indicated on May the 1st, I was not going to renegotiate a, a evacuation date. We were going to stay there. This is what a weak, a frail and a cognitively compromised presidency looks like. We tried to warn you. People are dying. Our allies have lost faith. Our enemies are completely emboldened tonight. Hostile regimes are salivating. Joe Biden doesn't even seem to grasp what's happening. In fact, over the past few weeks, he essentially bragged that Afghanistan's withdrawal was going great. Jen Psaki said it's going perfectly. He planned for every contingency after all. We're asking you here today to announce that we are filing a legal petition that will seek to temporarily and permanently ban 
the Dominion Democracy Suite 5.5 system in the state of Georgia. Garland, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Well, let's hear about your case there. You have a three-count legal petition. Count one is the voting system is illegal. Is that right? ...of the United States District Court of Northern Georgia. They made that conclusion in October of 2020, but they have not provided relief yet. Now, the reason why they claim that it is illegal, according to two statutes, is that the, this particular voting system, like a couple of others, accumulates votes in a QR code. That what does that mean? What does that mean for the lay people, Garland? Well, the QR code is something like you would get in a grocery store. It is, it is uh, that, that it's like a barcode. It's a type of a barcode. And that actually contains the votes that the system accumulates. It's not the votes that the voter can verify because the voter cannot verify what is in that QR code that it actually is accumulated for the election results after the voter has, has touched the screen, made their selections, and then printed their, their what, what they call a paper ballot, which uh, we, basically it's a selection summary. So, so what we see on our slide here is that the QR code is unverifiable to the elector. Exactly, and that is a requirement, Brandon, in Georgia law. It has to be elector verifiable, and it has to use human readable text so the elector, the elector has to be able to uh, read the ballots in human readable text and verify their selections. Of course, if it's in a QR code, the elector has no way to do that. Um, even if they had a, a QR code reader, it's still encoded. So, uh, of course, that would not be acceptable to begin with. All right, let's keep so, moving. The Dominion Democracy Suite 5.5 system violates Georgia law. How so? Uh, there's two separate statutes that basically say you have to be a verifiable uh, uh, ballot uh, and you have to have human readable text. The system does not do either one of those things as the court concluded, and therefore it is, it is in fact illegal. So Garland, what they ruled was uh, that these machines are illegal? Correct. The, the United States District Court in this uh, case called Curling v. Raffensperger concluded that the system that we just purchased in Georgia for well over $100 million is it violates Georgia law. Okay, th count two of your three count legal petition is temporary injunction. The Dominion Democracy Suite 5.5 BMD system must be banned immediately. Well, absolutely. Uh, we should not be conducting elections on an unverifiable illegal machine. I mean, uh, the, the people of Georgia have a right to a legitimate voting system. Okay, count three. Permanent injunction. The Dominion Democracy Suite must be banned permanently. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, exactly. We want to, you know, it needs to go. Did you hear about my good plan to... Uh to help recycle, turn all the machines into prison bars. <laughs> Georgia's voting system must, quote, print an elector verifiable paper ballot, end quote, and then there's the uh, law, and, quote, produce paper ballots which are marked with the elector's choice in a format readable by the elector, end quote, and there's the law. So we kind of went through that, but now we're providing the documentation of the actual law in Georgia. Exactly. I think that pretty much speaks for itself. So she, uh, and by the way, this case was, they, it collected probably the most comprehensive 
evidence ever collected in, a, in an election case in Georgia. This has gone on for, for two years. She's made two major rulings uh, that each are well over 100 pages. And in her first ruling, she found that the Secretary of State was, quote, not credible, unquote. It's not Garland talking, it's not Mike Lindell, it's not, it's not Brandon. This was the conclusions of, these, of the U.S. District Court after reviewing the most extensive set of evidence ever presented in a Georgia election case. A federal judge. Correct. Security experts have testified that the QR-coded mm -hmm. systems can be hacked. Dominion Democracy Suite 5.5 BMD system does not encrypt QR codes. Well, in Georgia, uh, the Secretary of State is using a technique called risk-limiting audits, uh, which is actually in the code. However, the inventor of risk-limiting audits, Dr. Phil Stark out of uh, Berkeley, California, has already written to the legislators and the, really everyone, all the officials that his technique cannot be used to, uh, to audit a ballot marking device because uh, he has no original source document that the voter created. You need to do full forensic audits like Arizona, and but you also need to include the routers. You've been scared to come forward. You've been in fear. Go to crime.frankspeech.com. We're all together in this. We want to save our country. We will help you out. If, uh, if they put you under some kind of thing you signed so you couldn't say anything, don't worry. I got better lawyers than they do. I'll tell you that. And we have the truth on our side, everybody. Uh, the voting machine vendor can manufacture whatever they want. But why did the, the Secretary of State buy this system, knowing that these were uh, limitations of it, uh, before they, they purchased it? It's very, very disturbing. And, you mean you mean and, Brad Rassenberger might have to explain himself, Garland? That'd be that'd be him and him and Brian Kemp. Well, exactly, and they they deserve uh, this. People of Georgia deserve an explanation for this. And one of the reasons is on the last side, slide, Brandon, that they were forewarned. They were all forewarned about this. We as Voter GA produced recommendations, what we call our Safe Commission recommendations, which right. was the voting system commission that uh, Brian Kemp put into place. We recommended specifically one of those pages in the report that uh, not to have a ver uh, only to have verifiable uh, systems, verifiable to the voter. Hundreds of citizens testified, but they ignored us and picked up probably one of the- Well, Garland, the Garland I'll tell you, the same, thing, the same thing just happened in Mesa County this week where hundreds of citizens went in there, pleaded with them. Even the footprint we're in right now where Dominion has committed, been part of the biggest crime in human history, they still went out and bought, you know, getting machines, uh, signed it yesterday. After hundreds of citizens came in, three things in Georgia- that are very key to where we're at right now. One of the things is if, if everybody remembers the recording of Rassenberger and our great president, Donald Trump, and they listed off things that came from Rassenberger's office, like I don't know how many thousands of non-residents that voted, I don't know, in jail or whatever. When, you, when I heard that, you know, the president's going, just give us any, any one of them or, you know, find a couple because they, they only lost by 11,730. I think what the president's saying, what we've been trying to do is to say, look, the court is not acting on our petition. They haven't even assigned a judge. But the people of Georgia and the people of America have a right to know the answers. And 
you have data and records that we don't have access to, and you keep telling us and making public statements that you've investigated this and, you know, nothing to see here. But we don't know about that. All we know is what you tell us. What I don't understand is why it wouldn't be in everyone's best interest to um, to try to get to the bottom, compare the numbers. You know, if you say, because if, but to try to be able to get to, to the truth, and that we because we don't have any way of confirming what you're telling us. You tell us that you've had an investigation of the State Farm Arena. I don't have any report. I've never seen a report of investigation. I don't know what that is. I've been pretty involved in this. I don't know. And that's just one of, like, 25 categories. And it doesn't even, and and as I, as the president said, we haven't even gotten into the Dominion issue. That's not part of our case. It's not part of, we we just didn't feel as though we had any way to be able to develop. No, we do have a way, but I don't want to get into it. Because exactly. we have, we found a way in other states later, excuse me, but we don't need right. it because we're only down 11,000 votes, so we don't even need it. Right. I but personally think they're corrupt as hell, but we don't need that because all we have to do, Clayton, is find 11,000 plus votes. So we don't need that. I'm not looking to to shake up the whole world. We won Georgia easily. We won it by hundreds of thousands of votes, but if you go by basic, simple numbers, we won it easily, easily. So uh, we're not giving uh, Dominion a pass on the record. I will no, right, exactly. But we just don't, you know, we don't need we don't Dominion need because we have so many other votes that we don't need to prove it any more than we already have. Um, Ryan, uh, I would like to suggest that just four categories that have already been mentioned by the president. Uh, that have actually hard numbers of 24,149 votes that were counted illegally. That in and of itself is sufficient to change the results or place the outcome in doubt. And if you are able to establish that our numbers are not accurate, then fine. However, we believe that they are accurate. We've had now three to four separate experts look at these numbers. These numbers are based upon the USPS. And certified, and certified accountants looked at them. Correct. And this is just based on USPS data and your own Secretary of State data. You know, obviously more than 11,779. That's sufficient to change the result entirely in and of itself. So what would you say to that, Mr. Germany? Kurt, um, I'm happy to uh, – I'll give with our lawyers and we'll set that up. I'm happy to keep with our lawyers and set that up with you guys. Well, well let me ask you, Kurt. Kurt, you think that is an accurate number. That was based on the information given to you by the Secretary of State's Department, right? That That is correct. That, that, that information is the minimum, most conservative data based upon the USPS data and the Secretary of State's office data that has been made publicly available. We do not have the internal numbers from the Secretary of State, yet we have asked for it six times. I've sent a letter over to Mr. Anolowitz several times uh, requesting this information, and it's been rebuffed every single time. So it stands to reason that if the information is not forthcoming, forthcoming there's something to hide. That's the problem that we have. Well, that's not the case. There are things that, that you guys are, are entitled to get, and there's things that under law we are not allowed to give out. Well, you have to. Well, that's under law, you're not allowed to give faulty election results, okay? You're not allowed to do that, and that's what you've done. This is a faulty election result. And honestly, 
this should go very fast. You should meet tomorrow because you have a big election election coming up. And because of what you've done to the president, you know, the people of, of uh, Georgia know that this was a scam. And because of what you've done to the president, a lot of people aren't going out to vote. And a lot of Republicans are going to vote negative because they hate what you did to the president. OK, they hate it. And they're going to vote. And if you would be respected, if really respected, if this thing could be straightened out before the election. You have a big election coming up on Tuesday. When are you, when are you going to do the signature counts on uh, When are you going to do signature verification on Fulton County, which you said you were going to do, and now all of a sudden you're not doing it? When are you doing that? We Mr. are going President, to do that. We've announced and Stacey Abrams is laughing about, you know, she's going around saying these guys are dumber than a rock. What she's done to this party is unbelievable, I tell you. And I only ran against her once, and that was with a guy named Brian Kemp, and I beat her. And if I didn't run, Brian wouldn't have had even a shot, either in the general or in the primary. He was dead, dead as a doornail. He never thought he had a shot at either one of them. What a schmuck I was. But that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Uh, so, look, uh, can you get together tomorrow? And, Brad, we just want the truth. It's simple. And everyone's going to look very good if the truth comes out. It's okay. It'll take a little while. But let the truth come out. The and the, tr the real truth is I won by 400,000 votes, at least. That's the real truth. But we don't need 400,000 votes. We need... Uh, less than 2,000 votes. Thousands of people outside of Georgia did not decide to commit a crime and vote as a non-resident. In this election, you find that almost in every single state, this disproportionate number of people that don't even live in the state voted in that particular state. And how, there's only one way to explain that is those people didn't do that. It was done by computers and done by a machine. So they use those people's names on the voter rolls, which Dr. Frank's work showed. And Georgia is a huge example of that because they have list of all these things. If you remember, the president said that Rassenberger said, well, those aren't the right numbers. And the president said, well, who's, where are the real numbers? And, and they said, well, we got them from them, sir. And he said, well, when can we get the real numbers? And Rassenberger never answered. The reason is, I don't even think they know. They don't, they, the only reason that those names, those were just names that were used. They did, people didn't go out and commit these crimes of voting and they don't even live there. Well, yeah, I can add a little bit to it, Mike. Uh, so, for example, in Fulton County, the person who uh, controls that absentee ballot list that checks off the voters as voting also controlled the State Farm Arena uh, processing, uh, oh, the ballot wow. processing. Oh. So, you can't have one person uh, over, over it all. you got to wonder why Republicans like Rassenberger and Brian Kemp and Doug Ducey have been such obstructionists in trying to get to the truth and trying to get to the facts. FBI finds scant evidence U.S. Capitol attack was coordinated. You didn't hear about this out there in the news. Obviously, the FBI is saying this. They could be covering their own tracks. That's a whole other story. Who knows? That'd be subjective. Um, Pentagon orders all active military to get the vaccine as soon as possible. 800,000 service members still haven't gotten a shot and could face a court martial, according to uh, UK Daily Mail. And, you know, well, a lot of people uh, will not take it because uh, I myself, I believe it's uh, I believe it's Mark of the Beast in the Bible. I won't take it. I wouldn't take it if I uh, 
you paid me a million dollars or whatever, and I would not take it. But here, what they're doing there, they're sorting the military, if you ask me. They're taking it, you know, anyone, you know, most people, you know, it's kind of a divide in our country. You know, okay, if you're over here, you're taking it. If you're if you're Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, whatever. And there is somewhat of a, you know, of a divide there, even if it's just the, the, um, the parties themselves, you know. But that's what they're doing. They're basically saying... Any of you over here, you either take this or else you're out of the military. This That's horrific. I talked to one source this afternoon. If any of them think they're going to pull the old uh, religious exemption card, that's likely not going to work for the military. More bad news. Breitbart's reporting tonight. Biden plans to bring 50,000 Afghans to the United States without visas. In other words, we don't know who they are. Maybe they're ISIS. Maybe they're Taliban. Maybe they're Al-Qaeda. Wow. President Joe Biden's administration is planning to bring about 50,000 Afghans to the United States. No back, do no back, no visas. visas, no V's, no visas or vaccines uh, for them. I mean, this, I mean, this is, if you can look through this, was this planned? I don't know. I mean, we've had, uh, you know, do these people really like our country? I live in Minnesota. We have a lot of uh, foreigners that came here and they don't like, they don't want to, to uh, you know, to assimilate. They don't want to assimilate to our culture. I mm-hmm. live it every day here in Minneapolis. We have a whole a whole different culture that does not want. They want Sharia law. They want other things. The biggest two states where votes were taken in this cyber attack, Florida and Texas. One million more votes for Donald Trump on each of those states. Remember, the big lie is the big lie, everybody. I've had all the evidence since January 9th. I've had it validated, verified. It's sitting ready to go to the Supreme Court. We're working on states now to get... The attorney general's all on board. I'm meeting with two more this week. And when they're on board, and we've got, we've, we probably have enough now, but we want to get them all on board. And we want to get everyone in this country on board, not just Republicans. 40% of Democrats believe this election was stolen, and they're tired of seeing it. Even the Democrats, my friends that are liberals, I got some right here in the building. They're sick of what's going on. They're seeing what's going on. They know this isn't that this was a is what is something that we've never experienced before. We jumped right over socialism to communism. You don't you don't tell people what to do. Go take a shot, or you can't go to the bathroom. This is insane. This is insane. If you if the shot's so good, that's great. Don't worry about all the ones that choose not to take it. And for sure, you better stay away from our kids. This is crazy. You don't tell people what to do with their kids or grandchildren. You know, I've had so many people in my home state here come to me, Mike, do you have buildings where we can homeschool? You know what they're doing now? They're making quick regulations where you can't homeschool outside of your home. They're doing these things to stop the things because you have a problem and you have a solution. You got to come up with a common sense solution or you move out of that state. So many people are going to be relocating here with this, with come this fall with this school thing, with the, you know, stabbing our kids with stuff. You don't know what's in it. They won't tell you what's in it. And, you know, and who's to blame for that, that they're not telling you? Start with Fox News. Last summer, they buried every single thing that came along. Hydroxychloroquine, they couldn't talk about it. I know hosts that told me they couldn't talk about it. All of them that are over there, they need to step up and save our country. Either quit your jobs, come over to Frank's speech, come over to OAN, come over to Newsmax, over to stations that they that they talk now. I want to show the ad that Fox denied again, you guys. If we can't break the barrier of everybody watching, everyone needs to watch OAN. They need to come here. They need to come to Frank's speech. 
Roll that ad, Brandon, if you can. This is ad just denied it this week again. The only outlet in the country, ABC, CBS, NBC, they all accepted this ad. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done, frankspeech.com. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Thank you and God bless. So why would they not air that, Mike? Well, they used this excuse that they did last time. They, uh, you know, it was basically, we're, we're, their content of our station is not agreeable to them. So they're censoring content now of frank speech. Maybe I should put, tell them to do an ad for my pillow and then direct my pillow to frank speech. You know, I mean, there's a route, but you know, Fox said, and this costs my pillow a lot of money, but you know, that's everybody knows I canceled all my ads on Fox, all the my pillow ads. It cost my pillow a million dollars a week in sales that we would do because we're direct to the consumer. So what we are, what we've been asked to look at are two forensic images before and after the update, and uh, we'll try and get the graphics there as we're uh, as we're discussing this. But what we're seeing, uh, what we what we see in data is that the the update was applied by using a an image that is a a complete replacement of all the files on the hard drive. Uh, and we'll, um, in a moment here, we'll be able to show you. So what you're seeing uh, on the left-hand side is the before image, and on the right-hand side is the after, uh, an image after the update. It's a common practice in IT to send a guy out with a CD who, you know, pl plugs the CD in and, and does a complete update of the system. That way they don't miss anything. But in this case, um, it it uh, overwrites the disk. And for those of you with an IT background, if you look at the upper right-hand corner on the left, on the upper left-hand corner on the left pane, you'll notice that there are several disk partitions. And if you look at the right-hand side, there are more disk partitions. The disk was actually repartitioned, and this has the effect of wiping out everything that was there before. One of the things that we found was uh, SQL Management Studio was installed. And um, the, the system apparently uses an SQL database to track election data, but with the SQL Management Studio installed, there are a couple of issues. One of the, si one of the, uh, one of the issues is that it allows uh, the database to be edited directly outside of the control of Dominion software and uh, somebody could uh, log into the system and make changes with uh, with no trace. SQL stands for Structured Query Language. It is the way that a database is accessed. Um, there are many different kinds, but that's one kind of database. Are you saying um, it's a backdoor? Are you saying it's a backdoor? Yes, yes, it yes. is a backdoor. It's a, yes. it's an access mechanism that's not uh, fully logged. Our hero, Tina Peters, that took these images, just doing her job, still doing her job, by the way. She's doing it remotely, just like we everyone did during COVID, and she's done nothing wrong. If you're in there in Colorado and you're part of the and you're a citizen of Colorado. Keep demanding those images for all the machines across Colorado. If you're a county clerk there, be brave, step up like Tina did, and get this. We got to get this crime, these crimes 
stopped now.